El podcast más chingón. Puras entrevistas machín. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the What Did He Said podcast. It's your boy Chingo Bling. We have Marisol in the building. Whoop, whoop. We got Rob in the building. What's up, everyone? And Marisol has been having these crazy dreams. So, you know, welcome back from the other side because she thought a spirit, you know, she got superstitious. I told you about my... Didn't I tell you about this? No, paralyzed? we haven't talked about. Well, we, we talked about, talked about, it, about it? the day of the shoot. We thought we mentioned. Oh it. no, we mentioned it at the shoot. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like more of a lucid dream. Mm. You guys ever had lucid, like real lucid dreams? No. Lucid is where you can kind of control it. Yeah, where you f where you actually wake up in the dream and realize you're in the dream. I oh. had zero. That's control. a matrix shit. Bro. Yeah, for real. You've had that? That's yeah. That's way too high and some alpha brain at the same time. What kind of high are you wrong? Uh, Fent fentanyl? <laughs> yeah, whatever Trump's on. Oh, <laughs> hey, don't you talk about my president like that. Your president. Um, uh. So check this out. So it was really weird. Um, it's no, it's no, it's no like a foreign thing or a new thing for the podcast, right? You guys know that we always talk about how crazy busy we are. <clears throat> and it's been crazy busy. We had a photo shoot coming up. And for the first time, I delegated. Oh, right? Right, right, right. Okay. So for the first time I delegated, I actually allowed Ashley to come in and help and handle the entire photo shoot, meaning she ordered blanks, meaning she um, went and bought uh, the wardrobe that we needed for the shoot. Basically, she went to Angels to drop off shirts to get made. So uh, just to back up a little bit, podcast listeners, y'all know y'all always get the first scoop. Mm -hmm. We had a cool little photo shoot, which uh, somebody told us is, is that's what we're talking about. Nobody else knows about this, but you guys, yep. just y'all. And it's a new e-commerce site. Exclusive. Some Exclusive. new shit. So, so you had assistance. So I had assistance, right? For the first time in five years. First time. Five years. Because you know, I don't and be I, and No, no, no. You know <laughs> what I mean, babe, to where I, you don't. First time. You help, but you don't It's help. okay. Words hurt. It's okay. He he he's help. always like, I'm the talent. I need to be the talent. Yeah, he's always yeah. exactly. I want to show up. Complaint. Everything set up. Exactly. I want to be like Kylie. Show so up. Blow you up. think Kylie be setting and shit up? And trust me, that's how he gets it ninety percent of the time. Oh yeah. Because that five percent or ten percent that when he does come in and have to do something, it's never ending. And I'll fuck I, it up. So and I you had hear, Ashley, and I don't uh, and I don't hear the end <laughs> of California it. California vlog still not edited. So what happened? You had Ashley help you. So anyway, I had Ashley help me. So I finally decided. Well, I was gonna go do my eyelashes earlier the day before, right? But in my head, I was thinking, oh my god. If Ashley doesn't get it right, I'm going to have to blame her for this, right? As you fell asleep, as, as they're I doing fell your asleep, eyelashes. They're doing my eyelashes, right? Because your eyes are closed. It's natural that you fall asleep. So all I was thinking about was like, I have allowed her to 100% take control of this. It was a test. I have not even like, she's asked me a question. I told her to ask David. You know, that's a David question, not a, not a me question. Not and a so, She's not a human resource. Organizational flow chart. Yeah. So I was just like... Okay, you know, but in the back of my head, it was just like, that's all I could think about, right? I was like, oh my God, if this shoot does not turn out right, that's it. It's my fault because I decided that I was going to allow someone to help me. You and know? these were your thoughts as you were as I was going asleep. to sleep the night before. Naturally, no, right. no. Why they doing your eyelashes? Why they day do my eyelashes? See, that's the part that most people don't. Okay, it was uh, the day before, so, so I was prepping. For I was an hour getting and my, half. my nails done, my gotcha. eyelashes done, all that. So for an hour and a half, you ain't got shit to do but to close your eyes because sure. somebody's adding dead people's lashes <laughs> to your face, basically. <laughs> but go on. 
It's gross. So I fall asleep, right? And it's the craziest thing. I can't control. Like, I want to wake up, but I can't. So my brain, I guess, is pretty active, but my body is completely paralyzed. I can't move it. So it's called, what did you say? Sleep paralysis, I believe. Okay. So I've never had experienced this before. So I'm asleep and I just can't wake up. But mind you, the left eye, she had already finished. So in my dream, I'm able to see a little bit from the left eye, right? So I like, I can't, we've got a show in my dream, right? I've got to get to (laughs) him, right? Because I can't let anything fuck up at a show, right? right? So I'm like stressing out that I need to get to him because I can't see right and how am i gonna get to the to this place where he is you know <clears throat> so i find this guy i'm like you got to take me down through the green room i said take me down this hallway i said i i i have to make it to the show i was like uh my husband has a show tonight i said he goes we gotta call 911 he's like you're just you know you're not good and i was like okay my husband's about to pull up here's where it's gonna get oh crazy man. <laughs> my husband's about to get pulled up i said can you please let him know what's happening so husband pulls up in your dream husband pulls up in my dream with someone actually it's you in the car oh yeah i, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> that it's your fa- i know that it's you but i don't see your face right so he pulls up in the car and they're like hey you know your wife's not doing good no 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 she'll be fine just give her the merch tell her to go sell the merch <laughs> to, uh, handle the merch handle the merch we ain't got time to, to be passing the out merch. in the dream that she, was the funniest so thing. she woke up already hating me like kind of like damn this dude just be cracking the whip handle the merch so that's our inside joke. So, yeah, so now that's She'd be the like, do you want flour or corn? Handle the merch. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> get the merch. <laughs> Instead of mush, it's a sauce. It's get the goddamn the merch. <laughs> so it was like I couldn't get over it. I felt like I died. No joke. I felt like I couldn't move. Like, like seriously, Kim? I thought I died. <laughs> <laughs> so while I was trying to calm her down, because she was like really shaken up about it, like, bro, I just, I died in my dream because she showed up to the workout session half asleep in the days because she was basically took an hour and a half nap with a weird dream so me and sean the trainer we're kind of like waiting like well marisol uh yeah we said uh yeah i was wondering yeah should we start i don't know i'm scared i'm too scared <laughs> to start i don't know yeah yeah i'm scared too she shows <laughs> up like in the day she's like i think i just died in my dream and then i was trying to like tell her like no nah, it's, it's it's common it's called sleep paralysis we get home luisa who's from mexico different culture she hears about this dream and she's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, your spirit. Yeah, 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 you died. Yeah, your, spirit, like your, spirit your spirit left and left. came back. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, sometimes. And then, and then Maria, the photographer from the photo shoot, she also grew up in Mexico. She came over when she was 14. She hears this dream thing. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have holy water next to my bed because it's like a spirit is holding you down when you're, ex- when you're feeling that. So fuck science. Mm. It's all, yeah, about, of course. It's all yeah. about demons. Exorcisms. Uh, what is the thing from Stranger Things? Go, go, uh, the uh, Gogemeyer, Demogorgon, Demogorgons, just a whole bunch but of Demogorgons. The other side. Oh, the uh, the upside down. The upside, upside down. down. Yeah. My baby went to the upside down. I and did. Got the merch. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to go back. No, no, the merch. She remembered the merch. Is a funny thing. She was still hustling in the dream. In the dream. No, I was still hustling. I gotta yeah. get to the show. My, my, I can't let my husband show fuck up. Like that. That's all I was thinking. If that doesn't tr- show true colors, right? Of money. So when we so when we launch this e-commerce. Uh, we have li- lives on the line, so this shit is <laughs> crucial. I- I'd hate for this shit to dream to go in vain. So please support when we drop it. It's gonna be fire. The photos are gonna look. I mean, we already saw a sneak peek at some of the photos, and it, it looks like look I ain't great. gonna lie. I could probably do on put on like a modeling school. 
You I was know. having a I was having a blast just listening to Chingo be like the the model that he was that day. I was being a model. Chingo yeah. totally went to like that Barbizon. What was it called back in the nineties <coughs> modeling school? Yeah. I think it's called Barbizon. You know what it was, man? Is at age forty, I'm trying to finally learn how to navigate my like I have these bad habits of like overthinking, getting in my head, <coughs> and just getting in my own way. So now, you know, the inner model in me mm-hmm. was finding a way to be like, dude, you got to befriend your thoughts. Like, basically, stop overthinking. What's the one focus? What's the one goal? These photos got to be fire. You got to inspire via modeling. You know, if modeling is how you're going to inspire the world, then fuck it. That's how you're going to do it. Me, so, on the other hand, I was not that great of a model. However... You're very authentic. I'm very photogenic. And very authentic. And a lot of personality. <laughs> I was telling David, I was like, doing Zumba pictures is a lot easier. And I'm going to tell you why. He's like, why? I said, because when you take Zumba, when you take Zumba pictures, all you have to do is dance. And they'll kind of catch you like dancing. In motion. So, in motion. Yeah. so it's easier. I'm not trying to pose. That's what I did. I just danced. I didn't, I didn't have to like. And that's what the true. photographer. You know. Just go. I'm going to just move my body. Well, he also gave himself CTE with the second like position. He he plopped uh, down on the bed, on the bed and yeah. hit That's his head on the on the headboard so it, hard. It was a lot louder than what it seemed like. It didn't hurt as much. Well, mm-hmm. I caught the, those ten seconds on video. I'll Perfect. show you later. Yeah, when you drop awesome. that. So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, funny thing is, this photographer told me the same thing. He was like, "Well, you're not a model." <laughs> but you're so photogenic because he used you're my because he asked me if he could use my pictures as samples and I said okay so he's like you're not naturally like a model he's he gave like, you a but total backhanded compliment yeah and I was like but I'm photogenic bitch then don't fucking use my pictures you yeah. know what I'm saying like what does that mean and it's funny because I told David that I was like okay so I'm not a model but, cor- but I am photogenic because all the pi- he's like Holy shit. He goes, let me find out you're really a model. He's like, in person, it don't really translate. He's like, you you photogenic. Again, another backhand. Right. He goes, you photo. It like fixes itself. Exactly. As it it goes to the computer. He was like, you like (laughs) photograph so well. He's like, you have like the, what did he say? His exact words. Exact words were. And he's I like, quote. you have the perfect features popping out, like in this photo shoot. He's like, and it's so crazy because you were having such a hard time posing. I'm just not. I don't like. Well, she's to getting take, in her head. I don't like to just like. Yeah. You know. She's getting in her I head. I want you to just take a natural picture. Like, let's just pose up, like, together. You know. Pair like, pose and let's go. Yeah. Like, what's all this? Like, do I open my mouth a little bit? Look down. <laughs> Look down, but look. Only move your eyes. Don't move your head. Move your chin. I was like, <laughs> like a fly's wow. moving in, or like a butterfly, butterfly's moving in. I was like, in. these like, are like are eight instructions for yeah. one thing. I was like, and then finally, it was like I started having fun with it, and I obviously then the pictures well, yeah, turned it, out great after it that. It took me forty years to get out of my. Own, I'm trying to figure out how to get out of my own way. Like the other night, uh, Mo Amr put me up. He told me to do ten right, minutes at right. his show. Great show, by oh, the way, man. guys. If you haven't ever, if you didn't listen to the last podcast mm-hmm. when we had Mo Armor, go check out his show for yeah. sure. Yeah, and go listen to, like Mighty Soul said, listen to the episode yeah. uh, where we had Mo on. It's really, really, he's, his story's really cool and interesting. Because so he good. told a lot of a lot of cool stories on the on the episode that later became bits. Like when he talked about, um, like being uh, coming from Britain. Like with a little British accent, even though he was, I guess, Palestinian, I believe. I think so. But then his family lived in Kuwait, and then uh, it tells the whole story, right? But um, anyway, he he talks about how Americans done hijack hummus, <laughs> you know, how they done took the hookah, the hookah, and turned it into a the little vape thing. 
um just a whole bunch of interesting shit that that he that was familiar to me because oh i remember him telling this uh like selling flags he mm-hmm. said after 9 11 he worked at a a wholesale spot off of harwin where they sold flags and george bush went on tv and was like everybody needs to have an american flag but uh anyway he did 10 minutes of crowd work at the top and then he did about another 50 minutes after that and then he did a q a at the end i did 10 minutes and Marisol was like, man, you did really good. And, I'm, and I said, look, I'm figuring out how to That's get, not what I said. Get out of my own way. Tell them what I really I said. I said, get the merch. <laughs> no, what did you say? You were like, I said, my dog. What? Yeah, that's exactly what I said. My I dog. said, my dog. My hitter. I said, what was that? I was like, I was well, like, you know, this just, you know, this is how we do on a Sunday. You know what I'm talking about? He did Sunday, amazing. Monday. It was like zero in his head. I literally did not see nothing in his face that showed like I'm in my head right now. As when <clears> he <throat> does his own shows, I can see the the process of him thinking. So you reach flow state. That's what you did. You got uh, the zone. Quite possibly. Oh, here's another thing I did, which I learned from that Tim Ferriss episode with that with that dude. Um, he's Tim Ferriss said a lot of times my habit my little brain trigger the little hack or habit would be he'd instantly get angry over whatever the situation would be he'd go straight to anger and then he'd be angry at himself for being angry and just mad all the time and it sounded like kind of like some bipolar type shit and the dude said well let's think of ways we can use anger as like fuel or motivation he gave the example michael jordan that when he was getting older in, in basketball they would ask him like oh how did you just school these 25 year olds and he's like well i i know that people are saying he's too old he's too old they're saying you're too old so i just told myself he just like worked himself up into like a passionate fueled anger to where he had some shit to prove and he was going into a fight you know basically um so i was telling myself they say you're not funny they saying you ain't funny they saying you're not a real comedian you're not funny um and then i went and did my thing you know a little he hot did 10. great i was like i couldn't get over it i like talked about it all the way home he was like well damn what did i i said it was just I'm like you make it sound like i suck in my show <laughs> <laughs> he just did it totally different that and he uh his segues his transitions were just so much more natural one of the things that i i, I tell him a lot is um Remember that you're here to have a conversation with your fans. They're here to see you, right? So right before the show, I always text him and I praise him and tell him how wonderful he is and I give him affirmation yeah. and Ooh. you know and I, I do. Like, right, I'll be like, yes, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mommy. She's like, and eat your juice and don't let nobody take your lunch money. I'll see you at three. I was like, okay, mommy. Finish your salmon. Yeah. Finish. Yeah. No, you know, it's just like encourage. You know, For just sure. like if you're going to play a game, Absolutely. right? What's the first thing you got? This you're yeah. a fight or whatever it is, right? So that's this is my this, this is the closest is, thing I have to anything <laughs> athletic. is stand up comedy. So this is his pep it's talk showtime. That I give him, game you know, face. Yeah, exactly what I tell him. I'm like, you know, it's, it's your except fucking, no one's gonna punch you. Your stage, you don't have to run. your mic. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> do <laughs> you right? But that day, I don't know what it was. I felt nervous for him because it was Mo Amer's show. We're talking about Mo Amer here, who's worked with Dave Chappelle. And, you know, he's gotten to see, he's been around yeah, he's been forever. Around he is. Exactly. 20 years in the game. So it was a different crowd. It's not a regular crowd. And it was just like, oh, my God. I'm like, learning how to get out of my own way. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. I, it, yeah. Like, I literally have to tell myself, like, this is going to sound weird to all the listeners. But I have, this is one thing that I learned on that Tim Ferriss podcast episode. This is the podcast where we talk about other podcasts. <laughs> we um, do that a lot. Which is, like, if I'm overthinking, I have to, like, note it. Hashtag overthinking. 
Huh. Hashtag overthinking. You mean you really write it down? Or no, I say it, and I, and it oh, calms me okay. down. So it's like, because if I, if you if it goes unchecked, if you don't, that's the importance of a morning routine, especially over a night routine, because if the shit goes unchecked and you just wake up, like let's say a, a curveball gets, like today we we have to fly out after this. Pretend if I woke up and saw that like I had a flat tire and I hadn't meditated yet or something, it could lead to a, uh, like I didn't get to play with Penny because I was too busy at discount tire. Now I'm sweaty and da, da 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 And before you know it, you know, that's just a stupid, dumb example. No, that's a great example. But, mm-hmm. but uh, it's kind of a bad example, but um, I'll give you a better one. Like third show that we filmed in Dallas, it's like, I'm sorry, the fourth show. The third show went well. The next one, it's like, oh, shit, dude, this is your last take. And for you know it, you give a fucked up performance because you just got in your head. Mm. So one of the things that I try to do to bypass and hijack, like, my, my own brain is um, is make a note of, like, hashtag overthinking, hashtag self-doubt, mm. hashtag so, uh, lack of discipline. Like, I mean, I need to start with just a couple, like, hashtag uh, losing focus, you know, and mm. just get back on it just to kind of, like, time out. This, let's make a note of what your brain is doing. The last thing I want to do is just be in my head all the time. Yeah, because he li- does a lot, and then I think for forty that, years, and I think that just comes with him being years. a perfectionist. As a um, baby. He likes to, you know, do his best, and which he does. You know, he does. It's not like he doesn't do his best, but well, sometimes I'll tell him, "You did, you did great. Why are you always so stressed about it?" Like, yeah. you know, well, you could, like, if, like for instance, anybody that's anxious or has like anxiety or whatever, um, it, it could be hang- hashtag little anxious about something and sometimes i have to think what am i anxious about Hmm. like why am i not being present during this thing why am i in this little like panic mode of if you're not being busy if you're not working towards being good at xyz then you're fucking up you're a failure Hmm. you know it's almost like um i've heard pete holmes talk about it where like that's that self dialogue where you're just so hard on yourself Mm -hmm. that sometimes it's what keeps you it's what gets you out of bed it's like you fucking suck you ain't done shit Motherfucker, you comfortable? And it's like, ah, and here I am in this little like panic. And so today we took, uh, we took Penny to go play at uh, my gym. It's a little kids, uh, a class where they make them play and shit. And there was this one little boy that was there with, I think his nanny or something. And the lady was like, oh, this, she's very uh, atrevida. Like I see your little girl, she's everywhere. She's jumping on stuff. She's jumping off of stuff. This one here, he's very careful. Instead of like pushing things, he'll kind of like pull it. And he, and I was just thinking like. And before, like Shit, he that might have been me. He doesn't climb, like he won't climb the stairs. He kind of like d- touches yeah, it with his hand, hand first, and then, and then meanwhile, you see Penny. Yeah, she's just head first, jumping <laughs> out of jumping the trampoline, <laughs> jumping off of shit. She has like a little scab on her cheek from being too rough. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Yeah, it literally, forty years of uh, like relax, man, get out of your head, you yeah. know. So one of the things that I like. Uh, would do when I would go running so that I could finish right usually it'd be either like especially with night when I would do the half marathons just because when you're at the end you're just kind of like oh my god where is that freaking 10 mile mark once I get to the 10 mile mark I'd know that I'd be straight like oh I'm cool after this because the like adrenaline kicks in and it's like the last three miles are like nothing you know so They're like, like your blisters pop, yeah. shit your pants, <laughs> you know. No, that's for the full marathon. You're shaved, uh, you know, typical marathoner. Oh and God. so I used to always just tell myself, like, right as I was, like, trying to get tired, be like, 
you fucking fat ass you can't even finish <laughs> this seriously that's how bad you are you can't even finish it look how weak you are you can't even get to the 10 mile mark without wanting to walk so it would be like speed walk <laughs> and i'm like sitting there breathing hard still going like the, the smallest jog ever and then finally i'd get to that 10 mile mark and i'm like cool we're good now just take off meanwhile yeah. i just overlook the mental disorder that you just went through <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. it'll expose itself later down yeah. the line you're like oh shit that should have been a sign yeah exactly i was like you fat ass bitch you can't <laughs> even run this yeah because you're so fat that's why you can't even make it oh to that and i'd be like now you mad at yourself yeah and so now it's like you better because go. you just you know you can't resist oreos and oreos are delicious yeah was that that was a half marathon you said mm. was that that 221 in galveston that you run did you run that one long no time ago? i did this one actually in huntsville i did a a, a relay yeah. marathon so i ran half and my part the other guy ran the yeah. other half oh. and so uh i think i told you the story was the um, alligators the alligators it was out in huntsville and so I had no idea that there was alligators. So I'm like concentrating. You know, they have people giving out like oh, candies, candy, uh, uh, water. You know, they Hydration have their stops. Yeah. yeah. So I was like in the middle of it and I was running. I'm like concentrating. I have my beats on. I'm like jogging. I'm like, OK, I got to I got to get good time. So that my partner, because I did the first half. So I was like, I got to get good time so I can give my partner enough time to make his good time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like super cutting ladies are going like this. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm thinking she wants it, wants me to get water or some of those gummies, the energy mm-hmm. gummies. And I'm like going like this. She's like, and I'm like, no, like I don't want any. Stop asking me. Then finally I went like, I don't want them. But I put the, the headphone piece to the back. Yeah. She's like, be careful. Someone just spotted an alligator. And I was like, what? Yeah. Ask me Pick how quick I ran after that. Shh. I was scared. So someone accidentally stepped on the tail thinking it was a trunk of the tree because, you know, it just kind of blended in with the forest, yeah. you know. With the, and so when we were running, and so she stepped on the tail. When she stepped on the tail, it took off. It got scared, you know. Yeah. So she went and told the little station, she's like, please let people know that there's alligators out here. They totally camouflaged with oh the God. with the trunk of the tree. So just it, was be, this like a back road trail or is no, like it's a not park? in Huntsville. It's like a it's like a Huntsville <laughs> Park. Maybe yeah, I don't Sam even Houston know. State Sam, park. There you go. Something yeah. like and it's like super like uh, there's snakes out there too. It's like forest. It's, it's like forest. forest. So wow. I was like, uh, it, it was for a good cause. It was like for um, uh, an orphanage in uh, Colombia. So mm. it was to raise money for them. So it was like quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Who knows? That's all we can think these days. Does it really go to the orphanage? Yeah. Who knows? What percentage of that <laughs> yeah, money exactly. goes to? Them? Yeah. First, the organization has to pay themselves, and then uh, then they send the rest to. But yeah, so that's whenever. Uh, not, it wasn't that one. That by that time I was already pretty good with the half marathons. Yeah. So it didn't phase me. But when I first started doing them, you know, it was like mental warfare. Yeah, it was like, man, um, you know, what am I doing? It was kind of like at first I was scared because I was like, why am I doing this again? Mm-hmm. Like, this is really dumb. Like, just because you did a 10K, now you feel like, OK, the next thing up is I can't get myself to do a marathon. But the, the but the half marathon was fine. It's just like. It's just 13 miles. See, Dawn you know? did something like that with her sisters, and they're the same way. She's, she was in excellent shape at the time, but uh, she got a foot fracture. Her other sister got, like, she had, they had to take her to the hospital in an ambulance. She they got did so a dehydrated. Marathon? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the third one didn't even finish because it was just, like, they had to do it, and then all of them ended up fucking up somehow and fucking themselves up. Wow. But, you know, in the mind, like, oh, keep going, keep going. And 
Yeah, you'll see people like shitting in the Ooh. in the in the woods. Woods. Yeah. Um, or you'll see underwear just socks. there. Socks. Especially since people who are trying to really get their time, like beat a time. Like no time to shit. Yeah. Socks. So they'll just kind of like. Uh, Got a better time. Ugh. It was crazy. He's just walking and shitting like a horse. His eyes like were so like. Like through the blood vessels in his eyes popped or something. Holding yeah. it. <laughs> it was so crazy. <laughs> it sounds like we're just talking shit about runners. But when I had uh, <laughs> when I had my cryo facility, I had a shit ton of marathoners, like Boston marathoners, and people mm. that would qualify around the world oh, wow. to get like whatever you get. Like you get a big old pennant at every one of these big ones, like Boston and DC and shit. And then you get this big plaque after you've completed all of them. It looks pretty cool, right? Like tough mutters do similar things. Iron Men get the, uh, the Iron Men. Yep, exactly. Yes, a ton of Iron Men uh, old clients and stuff. And they were all no no shit insane they were all crazy there was something wrong with the way that they looked at what they were trying to achieve i mean their relationships would go to shit they'd be complaining that like they're not doing their work they're just focused on getting this medal or getting this they're fucking like david groggins or shit. david goggins oh, exactly goggins, yeah. yeah yeah man it's like it's really weird like there's something kind of like that it's the brain it's a weird brother. adrenaline that's why yeah. so for me um so i did like this little runner's club when i did the first half marathon just runner's to, clubs are big around yeah here. so i did a runner's club and so what i did was i needed to learn because i never really like i didn't re okay so i used to su subscribe to uh runners.com so it was like and so i would read about like all the different you got to get the right shoes yeah. the right socks like body blah, 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 blah. But basically for but for runners and so then it was like oh how to get to a half marathon so They'd have little articles on like how your patterns need to be when you run, mm -hmm. right? Like the patterns of running and then like how to breathe and so forth. So I was like, okay, I still don't get these patterns. So maybe I'm such a visual learner. Maybe I just need to go and actually join a club. So I joined a club and it was like, here's your trail for the day. Go run it. You know, and I was just like, what? Okay. So I don't wait, who's going to teach me here? But it was like pretty cool because it was like th the thing was today you're running, let's just say six miles, mm -hmm. right? So you're going to do the maybe the, s the first three miles without stopping. And then the last three, we're going to do either a walk. You walk a mile, right? And then it's like or then and then you go one minute off, one minute on tempo one minute running. off. Yeah, like t exactly. Yeah. Temple running. And so then you learn that and then you increase every time. Yeah. So now it's two minutes, one minute off, two minutes, one minute off. And that's where like when people ask me, like, uh, what's the best way to run? I always say start off with 30 seconds. If yeah. you can jog 30 seconds, just 30 seconds, one minute. Walk. Like yeah. That's a different type of tempo. That's obviously for somebody super beginner. But it was like really cool. And then it, and then after that, it was all like mental. Ask Chingo what I would ask him, like. When he, we'd go do dates, I'd be like, "You want to go jogging?" He'd always be like, uh, "Bitch, what? get the merch." <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I, w I jogged half a block. Did you really? Uh, we were walking on the wagon with the wagon, uh, taking Penny around the block, and then my dad showed up because he, he was gonna help me haul some trash. He's like, "Oh yeah, you can." I'm like, "Shit!" So I had to like jog around the block, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Fuck!" I don't know if it's because it's humid or because it's Houston. Definitely. But that little jog, I felt like. I felt really old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, it has like, to do, it's definitely smoking. temperature has to do a lot with it. Um, yeah. A lot of people like to run in the cold. I hate running in the cold. I'm the same way. So I'm not a cold runner. I definitely can put up with heat well, because shit. there's so many ways that you can like hydrate yourself and keep cool versus I never felt like when I ran. I actually that that relay marathon. I actually did it in the winter. And you so never warmed up. Like I you just can like, never oh, get. No, it really? was like. Honestly, it was like at the 10 mile mark. It was like, oh, finally, a little bit of sweat came down. Wow. And I was like, shit. 
And I did the super basic, you know, was, which was keep my chest warm, my head warm, you know, and obviously socks, whatever. And it was just like, I never needed to take off my uh, my long sleeve. Like there was no need. Dude, cause my, my company sponsored like the Sugarland Half Marathon, the Turkey Trot, all these different runs. And we'd be out there with my business partners, like supporting the community. And we'd have maybe something set up. We'd like hand out sure. coffees or whatever. And these people were there with those short shorts, uh, uh, maybe a muscle shirt, if that. And that's Nipples it. Nipples on fire. Yes. And they're like the perfect weather to run. And it's like 30 degrees outside. I'm like, okay, well. Not too many Mexicans are out there doing it. Let yeah, just, of course. Let me just tell you yeah. That. Well, really, there's not that many. Period. When you do runs. <laughs> Pero por qué ejercicio? I, it's no. pretty interesting. Um, I did though when my dad passed away. The, that's kind of how I jumped back into the whole fitness gear. It was like a big scare to me because I was in party mode for so long. I had not really like working out. I still did it here and there. Like I'd go do dance classes here and there, but it wasn't like. Oh, I was like how I was before, you know, the partying scene kicked in. So anyway, when my dad passed away, it was a huge scare because it was like diabetes. And then it was like heart attack was due to the diabetes. It was like, holy shit. You know, it was like uh, you should probably take care of yourself because guess what's going to happen? You're more than likely to get diabetes as well. So my kickoff was I did a, a, a run, a 5K well, I got all my family to come do it. So it was pretty cool because it was everybody came and we did it in honor of my dad. It was for the Heart uh, Association. So, you know, we went and we did the first run and that's kind of how we kicked everybody off. And, and then after that, that kicked it off for me. It was almost like a little bit of a runner's high. Mm. I got obsessed with like doing these like little 5Ks. And then I was like, okay, these three miles are getting really boring. You know, then I did the Bluebell run because they give you ice cream. Nice. And, um, and then you really shit your pants. <laughs> And that was it was funny because I got my aunt Lily to go to do that one. I was like, come on, Lily, you know, and I got I got a few of my Zumba students. We drove all the way to Brenham and, you know, we did the Bluebell run. It was pretty cool. And then um, how early? Oh, it was, it was super like early. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> you did one. We we did. That's what I'm trying to get to, baby. You would listen all your 5K, 6K, 7K. <laughs> Marisol and I did a 5K and then Mickey ran a 1K. Oh, the kids 1K. Yeah. yeah. But she came back with her side hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, she's built to run. <laughs> Daddy, the only nah, one I do at this sure. point is the Houston Brew Mile, where you have a beer every uh, half mile. I did mile. the Michelob one. Yeah, I don't really like Michelob, but oh. I just did it because it was one of the ones. But they give you beer instead of water. Hey, the Chingo uh, Eighth Wonder five <laughs> K. Right. It's gonna be a one K. <laughs> <laughs> Brew K. So Brew yeah, Brew G K. Brew G K. Brew G K. That was that's the. The running experience. So there you go. People, to put a pin in it, I guess, like people forget it's a skill. And if you don't do it for a long time, mo- more people hurt themselves running than they do weightlifting. Mm. What? Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I believe it. Your yeah. gate's off and then you start going there and they're just beating, you know, the concrete too. They don't even run on track or on I don't even know nothing about a gate <laughs> when it comes to running. Like your stride. Yeah, your stride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your oh, chest out, yeah. you know. Where your hips. So, yeah, it's very oh, yeah, important. See, knees. Oxygen goes in. Yeah. See, she, nobody ever gave me a, a breakdown. It was Before funny. I got signed up for a 5K, no one told me about the gate. So you already knew all that and said, Chino, come yeah, join she me. Yeah, tell me. No. He did well, though. So I was proud of him. He Barely. didn't stop. I actually have a video where he's, like, wrenching his uh, shirt, and it's just water, just dripping. P.O.P., hold it down. Literally, it's a water fountain. Like, it was crazy how bad he was sweating. Yeah. And then uh, when we were first dating, um, I actually, I don't, Memorial Park, I actually don't mind jogging. 
uh, jogging for me actually just kind of makes my brain just kind of think. It's weird. It, it makes me think things more like strategically versus like on the spot. Like when and so like for me, it's like when I'm running, I don't either. Like I don't I don't I don't like to look up either. So I kind of do the down and then I gradually look up just to see where I'm going. And it's just me and my thoughts like literally. So I'm not a fast runner, but I'm definitely a distance runner. So I can go hmm. for a hot minute. You know, my baby's Mayan. So in her <laughs> genes, after so many generations of hauling water from the from the from the creek in the river back up to the village, you know, avoiding the French and all that. Um, that's why. So With genetically speaking, <laughs> buckets on her head kind yeah. of thing. S- you know, strong head. Why don't you tell them the story about when we first went to Cancun? We why went to this, Cancun. Why this, this joke that he's... We went to Cancun and we took a bus tour to go see the pyramids, right? Yeah. And uh, the tour guide is saying, you know, the, indi- the indigenous people from this area, you know, the Mayans. And, you know, if you observe some of the uh, features, you know, you can have like a, a strong, wide back, short and stature. You know, what was it? And, uh, I looked fa- over. Round, round face. face uh, you know, Asian sometimes eyes. I, and I looked to my left. I'm like, damn, baby, you didn't <laughs> tell me you was mine. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. I was like, because we both kind of looked at each other. I was like, he's. Totally just strong neck. me right now. I was like, what the hell? Strong neck. <laughs> you know, just, a, you know, just the perfect little head for a shelf for just a five gallon jug <laughs> of water. That's you funny. have your child on each hip. So I had told Chico when we were first dating, I was like, do you want to go jogging? He was like, yeah, Cal, me I was there. like, for what? <laughs> Hello? And then uh, we went jogging and it's funny because he was like, okay, so I was like, look, we'll stop whenever you tell me when you're ready to stop. Right? I forgot that part. I didn't hear that part. And so he never told me that he needed to stop. So I just you kept, kept going. going and you were way ahead of my, me. My, 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 I used to teach, let's see how many, I, I used to teach like 13 Zumba classes a week. My cardio was out the roof so it was like nothing to like me if to cardio run. was stand-up she'd be Chappelle. like the three miles was nothing Ten thousand hours <laughs> versus now a six minute pace and yeah. a 10 minute pace <laughs> so it was like i was like going and i was like okay man he must he must be in good shape because he's not asking me to stop at all we're at three miles okay and I'm then like, finally <laughs> slow down we get to the <laughs> we get to a water fountain. I was like, "Man, you get merch." You, he goes, <laughs> he goes. I said, "You good?" He goes, "Get to merch." What happened? I thought you said we were gonna stop. <laughs> Damn, you don't believe in breaks? Fuck you! What the fuck's wrong with you, David Goggins? <laughs> <laughs> the OG David Basically, Goggins. Basically, that's exactly what happened. And I said, "Well, you never said Damn, anything." you fucking trying out for the Navy SEALs? Or I what? said, "I thought you were good because you Jocko never Willink said." Jocko <laughs> He never said like. Can we stop? I'm done. Nothing. He just kept going. So I just assumed he was she, good. She was training for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> 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 that was so hilarious. Did but we, yeah. uh, not to go to a somber note, did we address the bullshit that went down? We in didn't, Odessa? no. Because no. it happened like two days after. Yeah, it happened. The, the most recent shooting. It was actually right after the shoot. We're actually finishing up the finishing shoot. Finishing up our photo shoot. And, uh, what happened after the shoot? Yeah, we heard about it. Well, it must have happened during, yeah, that day, but we heard about it mm. in the elevator. We were just working, and we heard the people talking about it. And apparently this guy got fired from his job. Did you hear? Have you read it? I did, man. I was so, it was so just like, so many things have happened in Texas. I didn't want to read about another one. Well, I, I, wanted, I wanted to know, did he have a manifesto? Was this like some uh, domestic terrorism? Was this race motivated? Like, was he like literally trying to pinpoint certain races? Um, you know, I at least wanted to kind of know the basics. 
And apparently this dude, he got fired from like his oil job. Mm. And supposedly during that fight, both the employer and him both called like 911, but like nothing really bad was said, like threatened. So they wise. both called 911 at the same something time like because that. what were they arguing or I'm, a, I'm assuming that if, if you call a 911 and I'm calling 911, that means you tripping because I fired you. So apparently um, what happened? What did he do? Um, oh, he this this is the crazy part. This this particular dude. I think at some point he called the FBI or some shit, which is crazy. Like, what do you do? Google the fucking FBI number. And um, so anyway, he happens to be driving and by chance he gets stopped and pulled over from the deputy. And, mm. and, and so he was probably thinking like, fuck, they're on to me. This is it. It's going down. You know, I'm about to go out in a blaze of fucking glory or something. He shoots the, the cop. I don't know if that police officer made it mm. homeboy takes off now you got like midland police odessa police and the state troopers involved he ends up shooting a random uh male lady a, like a, mm. a male truck lady takes her truck mail truck now he's in a mail truck now he's shooting at just random people one of the victims was a 15 year old uh girl who was outside of a dealership she had just had her quinceanera on. i guess they were looking at vehicles or something she just happened to be out there he's just shooting um and then he made it to like a, uh, a place where they had a movie theater. And then that's when the cops like ran him, cornered him off and, you know, killed him. Oh, shit. Because they were thinking like, well, shit, if he goes in that movie theater, yeah. that's going to be really bad. I heard there was a two year old victim, too. Well, the, the baby made it. I think oh. it was like 17 month old. I think it was shrapnel that oh. hit oh, the baby's okay. face. Wow. But supposedly baby made it. Uh, so the, the unfortunate thing is hopefully... There ain't no crazy motherfuckers. So my first thoughts were, is this shit on 4chan, 8chan? Is, did he post some little manifesto? And You know what I, I wonder is, why motivated? hasn't anyone, as far as like FBI or anybody doing investigations, gone on that 8chan or whatever that's called? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they have. And, like, sure they, have. Yeah, and sure they, they don't like monitor that bitch? Well, each website, I guess, I, guess I, I may be wrong, mm -hmm. but I think the loophole is you have like freedom of expression freedom of speech and that particular website uh, their community guidelines are going to be different than something like a twitter mm -hmm. twitter they're going to kick you off for certain shit facebook they'll kick you off for certain shit um that's all i really know about that isn't um, it crazy jack dorsey's twitter got hacked the ceo yeah, of twitter yeah i know and they, were they were saying he said some racist shit yeah right? racist shit a bomb threat at yeah, twitter like hq all kinds of shit and wait, wait, wait he said some racist shit what yeah. do you mean his twitter got hacked and oh they were tweeting out like racist stuff from and his threats thing. from his twitter but he who is he like a founder he's -founder? the founder yeah he's the guy that created twitter but is is he still like chairman of the he, he wasn't and then he's back in he wasn't yeah they, was he ceo or something yeah yeah, that's what happens when you get all them venture capitalists, mm -hmm. the startups, like Steve Jobs. He exactly. got fired from Apple for a little while. Yeah, booted him out and then brought him back in. Um, so, yeah, my, my buddy Smuck from out there in uh, Midland, he said that he took his son to a movie. And he's like, dude, it's all kind of armed guards in here. It doesn't even feel... Mm. It just feels weird. And I was telling him about he saw it. I was yeah, like... They went <clears> to the movies and it was like that, right? Yeah, they went to the movies. So, so what the way I... I'm from the outside looking in, so... When I can only assume that the only thing I could relate to from a from a community standpoint is how Harvey became top headline for Houston. Mm -hmm. Like people were seeing mm -hmm. images. So everyone's like, dude, what the fuck's going on in your city? Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure your house is flooded based on these pictures. 
the whole city's under the water. It's like, no, some areas, yes, some no, whatever. Um, so from the outside looking in, what, you know, these towns must be, like, going through, I'm sure whoever made the call, whether it was the movie theater, like, yes, we need armed guards here, armed guards, they're probably, like, people are scared. They want some kind of normalcy. Like, the whole community just got shook because it's so random. Mm-hmm. There's no kind of pre-warning, like a hurricane. There's no way you can kind of prepare. Um hopefully no crazies are taking notes like oh if you're in a car and you're moving around mm-hmm. you know apparently it took three you know what i'm saying like it's just people not used to that like those random <coughs> oh shit my bad yeah, <coughs> yeah we have well, five minutes cool it's the mm-hmm. yeah so but but to but to just kind of talk about that I, i'm curious as to like uh as parents like for me whenever we've talked about this before too i make i've asked mickey about like gun shootings and stuff what they have drills at school it's like now you're not safe anywhere you can be just randomly standing yeah. somewhere uh, and just get freaking were, shot people were you on know? the freeway uh people were on that highway wrong place it's wrong like time. yeah it's like and man some cars just coming the other way shooting da, 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 i seriously yeah. when we were driving back like uh i just when we were finished the photo show i was just thinking to myself i'm like man what is this world coming and to, instantly bro? my mind goes to the checklist what medicines is this dude on uh, has he been diagnosed? What type of mental situation? Um, where did he get the gun? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just saw. I think Walmart like supposed to stop selling ammo, but they still sell the guns. Uh, good question. I don't know. That was on, it was on the ticker on like CNN. They probably don't want to. They probably. I'm curious how much money they make off of guns because number one, the Walton family is one of the richest families in the world. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know, they've had issues with their employees. Employees don't feel like they're getting a fair shake. It's the so from a business standpoint, from what I hear, gun factories they're not taking a day off. They're not slowing down. There's more guns than there is people. Yeah. In the U.S., so that means some people don't have guns. Some people got enough guns for everybody. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't know exactly where you stand on it, but after you hear like people on both sides talk about it, I still lean towards like an armed society as a polite society. There's no, there's aren't more examples of not having guns being better than those that have it, know how to use it, know how to protect themselves being better. Yeah, it's it's one that's a kind of a uh, was something that I told you. I'm not I'm not against yeah you know uh, no guns like for you sure. know um, again I was a concealed handgun All license right. holder, so for me it's important to have one at home. Barbie pack. So. <laughs> To have one to protect my family, because if you're coming in my home, you ain't coming out. You're not leaving my home. You're not. Right. You're not going to. It's not. It's not me. It's gonna be you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like don't make it a me or you situation. Because yeah, it's not gonna be me or my family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For like sure. my kids, my husband, ain't nobody. We Come finna. On. It's finna go down. But what my thing is is like, what do you need an AK for if you're not like? hunting or so you're a gun collector well what do you you know like it's such a it's such a fine line there yeah. as to like what's the ak for or what's the you know well, ar the argu- for the argument know? is that the ars don't walk around and start shooting by themselves well they don't i mean right. that's correct do the AKs. yeah none of them do and then there's that whole thing about diseases of despair like do are, are some of the because here's the thing too man i almost feel like at some point, they're going to want to change the title of mass shooting because it gets politicized and right away the pol- politicians want to hop on TV and start giving their little two cents. And, and mass shootings 
it's a very broad umbrella term. It's not not everybody that does a mass shooting. Uh, for instance, if that dude would have went in his job and killed five people at his job, mass shooting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean he was racist. Doesn't mean he had a manif- manifesto. Doesn't mean he was on 8chan. You know, yeah. probably he was crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. And then the thing you said about so- uh, gunless societies, that there's no proof of them working better. What are some examples? Like Australia? Yeah, Australia. Uh, yeah. A lot of people think like uh, Sweden or Switzerland, but on, like they, ha- they have a lot of guns. They just don't have to use them because everyone knows that they have them. Mm-hmm. So therefore, people think like they don't have a lot of guns in those So they, they don't have any crazy people? Like they don't these seem to kind? have... No, like it's not as rampant. I mean, at least so we don't hear about it. So it's on, it almost like there's an epidemic of crazy going around maybe in the U.S. Is, maybe it's because we are so diverse. Ah. Diverse makes us crazy. You know what I mean? If you go to Switzerland or Sweden, you can see a bunch of Swedes there, you know? Same thing with China. Exactly. Yeah, you, there you got more knife issues. But still, like, that's that's only, that's only where my brain goes. Like, there is so much diversity, and we're trying to get everybody to and it's uh, one thing one, one thing that Chingo actually, because he and I were talking about it again yesterday or some day before, whatever. And I think you said something like, I bet we were like, when right when the whole thing with the cartels were going on in Mexico, we were like, Fuck that. We're not going over there. That's fucking scary. Can mm-hmm. you imagine? Right. And now Mexicans are like, why haven't y'all left yet? Because apparently everyone is like, yeah, there's random shootings all the time. But so what I'm here's what we're trying to say. Sorry, I might have made it confusing. When you would hear about like, oh, hubo un tiroteo en Bairamoso o Reynosa. Right. Está bien feo. No vayan. Okay, realistically, how was this tiroteo? Well, what it is is um, maybe it was a 20-minute thing before mm-hmm. it got contained. Maybe there were four. Uh, let's pretend there were five victims. Four of them were cartel people. One of them was like an innocent bystander. Okay, so one person from the whole population for this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This one particular yeah. incident. So now the story in, in the U.S. is like, don't go over there. Tabien fail. A lady at the my gym today mm-hmm. was like, Mexico. Tabien fail. My mom said that yesterday. I showed her that once a month today because she's from that area. She's like, no, ni ganas de ir para atrás. But it's like it's like millions of people live there. We didn't see anything bad. And and yet they think that way about here. Like, right. why are y'all still like. Isn't that crazy? Why haven't you like y'all? Are, they're just ran, y'all are just randomly shooting at people like well, going into a movie theater, shooting people, th- going into schools, shooting people. Now you're just driving on a fucking highway, shooting people. Well, you're going into a Walmart. Shooting, Jesus. Yeah. Well, Jesus. And it adds to um, where are you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it adds to like, for instance, um. We see the absurdity in our culture in America. So on top of all that random shit she just mentioned, you also have like this thing called sit and stress. It's the new smoking mm. where people sit in office is office syndrome where you sit in office all day and you're just sitting and you're stressing. You're not taking a minute out to like breathe and be present, be mindful. Ain't nobody meditating, ain't nobody journaling. They just sitting and they stressing. And, uh, and that's another thing about Western culture because our identity has been wrapped around what have you done lately? What can you post that shows you're doing good? Post something that shows you're successful. If you're not busy, you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And what's the next project? And you need to be achieved. Rat race. Go, go, go. No breaks. Do it today. Why do for tomorrow what you could do today? Mm-hmm. And it's like other cultures are like, I'm going to take a siesta. And then later on, we're going to get a bottle of wine and a loaf of bread and watch the sunset. Yeah. Ain't no fucking stress. So it's funny because... Um when I went to go, we went to go get a massage and I had these like knots at the top. And um, the lady, I was like, is that a knot? She's like, she goes, 
yes and i was like oh my god she's like office yeah syndrome. she goes this is called an office syndrome i said office syndrome so what does that mean she goes sit and, you stress. Sit and stress two he's of the like, uh, so western culture's so favorite like, pastimes you, whatever your job <laughs> is he's like you must do a lot of stressing and a lot of sitting not that Damn I sure. definitely don't do sitting, but I definitely well, do a lot of stress. Well, think about sure. it. Think about it. We live in America where money is king. It's capitalism. Um, if we live in a big city where people living up on each other. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you, you, it's a lot of motherfuckers cramped up. It's not like we live in Wyoming or Montana. and We we hunt deer and we breathe in fresh air and there's no rush. Or we don't live in yeah. in uh, what's, what's my yeah, I know go? you guys got to go. This is a perfect segue, okay. not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but I just found out about this place literally today, and I looked it up, and it'd be the perfect place. I would, I, I kind of would want to go there with Don, but for you guys to get away when you have to unplug, you know where the sanctuary is in uh, Marina? What is that? Mm-hmm. The Sanctuary Resort. Look up the Sanctuary Resort in Marina, California. It is. Oh, you're going far. So that that is where y'all are going to go on y'all's next vacation. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's uh, just y'all too. Really, I thought it was going to be Mexico. Nah, man, I'm telling you. The sanctuary. The sanctuary in Marina. It's on the beach. It's only like 60 or so of these like high-end resorts uh, type style cabins. Uh, you can leave the door open and the ocean's just blowing in there and you're hearing the sounds of the ocean. The Sanctuary Beach Resort? Yeah. It okay. looks dope. How'd you hear about this? Uh, on another podcast I listen to. Mm. Yeah. The podcast that talks about <laughs> It sounds like propaganda yep. to me. Oh, so it's, Full so it's beach. Yeah, it's just beach, beachfront type of a getaway kind of thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If if you're gonna unplug, I could see this working. Yeah, that would be where you just. But I'm sure they have Wi-Fi. They do have Wi-Fi. Of and wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. If you choose to be. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like I said, it's taking me 40 years, man. I'm trying to get out of my head. Bro. And on that note, you got a, a, a plane to a yeah, plane to catch. Plan to catch. Because we're ambitious and uh, <laughs> we got a lot of shit going on. What is uh? And our bosses say our po- our bosses be cracking the whip, <laughs> which is ourselves. Which is myself. Basically, <laughs> no. He just thing? says like uh, us together is is it's really <sighs> difficult because we're both kind of oh, wired right. the same way. Yeah, like when people be like, "Oh my god," like a couple goals or relationship goals or something, or a sp- uh, like midnight, be like, "Man, y'all a power couple," yeah, yeah, or something like that. Right. And I'm like, well, to some extent, because I have to say, um, I've never really. I mean. I'm not saying women ain't hustlers. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. But God dang, like she and I combined, it's like the way we think, we're on some off the wall shit sometimes. Yeah. And we're like, fuck it, let's try it. Let's go. Hey, you if that's what you want to do, let's figure out how to make it happen. So I love it. Because it is yeah. uncommon. Not to take a stab at most chicks, but not to do a patriarchy yeah. gender role thing. But but also whatever so yeah we got to catch a <laughs> flight see you guys in a city near you we're wrapping up the tour only a few cities left we also have north carolina coming up dc tacoma san antonio albuquerque and, and get 10 percent off if you check out on some merch promo code wdhs and because the podcast listen podcast listeners have that code when merch is released yeah they'll and y'all, be the first and yeah i can't wait for y'all to see these first images. and only yep. for sure Have a good one. Peace. Thank you for tuning in.